Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, June the 21st, and we are thankful that you are with us for our Winning Side broadcast. Please let us know you're listening. We'd love to hear from you. We welcome those that are on the radio, 95.9 FM. And uh, I hope you listen uh, to the broadcast, but I also I hope you listen throughout the day. I love uh, when I get in my car and I go here, there, or make a visit, or have to do an errand, or a meeting, or whatever. I love uh, getting to turn on the radio. I love the singing. Uh, we've got some great, great uh, preaching and programming, and I hear so many good compliments about uh, the preaching. We've got uh, Pastor uh, Treber uh, every day. He's got his broadcast, and Pastor Chapel and uh, Pastor Sexton, uh, Scott Pauley, and uh, Justin Cooper. And I, I've heard so many good reports about uh, the Unshackled program that plays uh, every night. And if you've never heard that, you, you owe it to yourself to go back and listen. But uh, I hope you enjoy the, the broadcast at noon, and then we replay at 6, but also just throughout the day. So much uh, good uh, preaching and uh, teaching and music and news and weather and all that. And I'm so thankful for the radio station and a special thanks to uh, Brother Caleb for keeping all that going. Uh, but we welcome you on the radio. Also, if you're watching on Facebook, thank you for joining us today. And then on our app. Um, the brand new app for uh, uh, all Apple devices that set. We're working on the app for the Android. And then on the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we had a great day yesterday in church. And I do want to say happy birthday yesterday to Mary Moore and Ronnie Powell. I hope you had a great day yesterday. And then today, Happy birthday to Curry Roberts II. And Curry, I hope you have a great day. Uh, one of our uh, men in law enforcement. And I hope you'll pray for our law enforcement officers and pray for our military. Pray for those folks. Let's pray for our country. Let's pray for the nation of Israel. And uh, let's uh, pray that God will continue to uh, watch over those people. Those are His chosen people. And we need to be in prayer for them. I, do, I want you to hear a song today. We celebrated yesterday. We celebrated uh, Father's Day. And here is a great song. We're, we're playing a few songs about fathers here around this time. But here's a great song by Brother Bruce Fry. Uh, he is one of our favorites. He comes every year in January and sings for a Sunday. And uh, he sings a song here, uh, Daddy's Home. And this is a song that he and his brothers sing. And uh, it's, it kind of tells the story. It's a very powerful song, but it talks about how that uh, his daddy uh, went home to be with the Lord. And uh, I hope that uh, you'll listen to this song. Hope it'll be a blessing to you. Uh, Daddy's Home by Brother Bruce Fry. Daddy, he was stronger than anyone I knew. There wasn't anything at all my daddy couldn't do. I was dreaming of the day that I might fill my daddy's shoes. I 
Should have known some things are just impossible to do Daddy, he was given And growing up I knew I'd follow in his footsteps Doing everything he'd do And I'd lie awake and count the days Till he'd be home again There was nothing like the sound at night Of daddy pulling in Daddy's home And as he pulled into the yard I'd go running out to meet him Then I'd fly into his arms At night I'd sure rest easy With daddy down the hall I can hear my mama saying Daddy's home Now the years have come And the years have gone And I find myself much older The children of my own Leaving's never easy But always when I'm gone I know just how my daddy felt When he finally made it home Daddy's home And as I pulled into the yard They came running out to meet me And they'd fly into my arms At night I'd sure rest easy With my family at home I can hear their mother saying Daddy's home As a father I need wisdom Lest I stumble and I fall What a joy to know the Savior and Creator of us all. And when my life is ended at His appointed time, I can almost hear my children share the promises been mine. Daddy's home, He's in paradise. And it comes as no surprise I can hear the angels singing Daddy's home Daddy, he knew Jesus And it comes as no surprise I can hear my children saying Daddy's home Daddy, he knew Jesus And it comes as no surprise I can hear their mother saying Daddy's home I talked about it yesterday, of course, with uh, Father's Day, but I am so thankful for my father, and I'm thankful for the 
uh, example that he set. I'm thankful for the legacy that he left and for all that he instilled in me and our family and our church and, and literally uh, people all around the world that have been impacted by his faithfulness and his ministry. And I'm thankful that he's home. And I'm looking forward one of these days to get to go where he is and to be in heaven, see him. And uh, what a what a glad reunion day. Brother Joe Arthur preached last Wednesday night. He preached about that voice that I'm longing to hear. And that's the voice uh, of the Lord. There will be uh, the, the shout, uh, the trump of God, the voice of the archangel, and uh, we will be raptured out of here. What a day that will be. We're in Proverbs 6, and we looked uh, last Friday, we looked kind of at a little bit of an overview of where we're going, but I want to draw your attention to Proverbs 6 and verse number 16. Now, this is some pretty heavy stuff. Uh, we will not get through it today. It's going to take us a few days, but I want you to see uh, that the Bible records for us a list. If you had a list today, maybe you would make a list of things. These are your favorites, your favorite foods or your favorite restaurants, or these are my favorite books, or uh, these are my favorite places to go, or these are uh, my favorite you know, songs, whatever. Well, God made a list and God gave it to us of six things that the Lord hates. It says, yea, seven are an abomination to him. We saw last week how that something that is an abomination is something that makes a person sick. Now, God records these are things that God absolutely hates. God's not kind of in the middle of the road on these things. He could go either way. Oh, no. God says very clearly that he hates these things. Now, I don't know about you, but I want to I make note of this list and I don't want anything that I'm doing in my life to resemble any of these things that God hates. I don't want to do something that God hates or that is irritating to God. I want to do things that are pleasing to God. I want to do things that God likes. I want to do things that make God happy. And I want to do those things that bring glory and honor to God, not things that are a, d a disgrace or a shame to God. Let's look today, and we'll take a few minutes to look at this first one. The Bible says, God hates a proud look. Notice verse 17. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, an heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. The top of that list. The first thing on that list, and I believe it's there for a reason. I believe this is inspired. I believe this is exactly the way God wanted it. I think he wanted us to know that the first thing that he hates is pride. Now, this verse says a proud look. Can I tell you, we ought to be so careful uh, with, with our facial expressions, uh, the way that we look at people, the way that we act towards people. Certainly, we shouldn't have pride in our heart. Certainly, we shouldn't have pride in how we talk, but we shouldn't even have the look of pride. What is pride? Pride, by definition, is an inordinate self-esteem. A proud look indicates that you don't even have to open your mouth to be prideful. It doesn't say in this verse, proud behavior or proud actions, but it says a proud look. Wow, that is powerful. That's convicting right there. Um, I won't say this about pride, and I think we know this. 
but I'll make it very clear that pride is of the devil. Uh, God hates pride. Uh, I, and this is not original with me, uh, this, this particular idea. But uh, in the month of June, you have seen everywhere, it has been plastered everywhere that it is Pride Month. It's Pride Month for uh, the LGBTQ uh, movement. Can I tell you that God loves those people? Jesus died for those people, but God does not love their sin. God does not love and God does not approve of that lifestyle. The Bible is very clear about what God has to say about homosexuality. God created a man. God created a woman. God ordained marriage between a man and a woman. And for someone to shake their fist at God or for someone to, to uh, flaunt their sin, I want to tell you that's a very foolish thing to do. God hates pride. But I'm not just talking about the pride of the unsaved. I'm not just talking about the pride of the world. I'm talking about the pride of Christians. May God help us as Christians. I think sometimes uh, we think, well, I don't do what those people do. And I don't live like those people do. So, hey, I got it all together. And boy, more people need to be like me. No, nobody needs to be more like you. And nobody needs to be more like me. But everybody ought to be more like Jesus. God hates pride. When Jesus came, the Bible says in Philippians that he humbled himself. The King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Son of God humbled himself. And God hates pride. Pride is satanic. Isaiah 14, we see the account of Lucifer. Lucifer, of course, uh, was in heaven near the throne of God. And Lucifer, his downfall was that he said, I will be like the Most High. I will ascend to heaven. Lucifer said, I will be exactly like and equal to God. Isaiah 14 gives the account. Ezekiel 28 gives that account. The Bible says in Genesis 3 that Satan, his, his line to Eve, he said, if you'll eat of the fruit of that tree, ye shall be as gods. He said, oh no, you're not going to be looking up to God. You're not going to be down below God. You're going to be on the same level. You'll be like gods, knowing good and evil. God hates pride. The Bible tells us about Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, and his grandson, Belshazzar. And the Bible says Nebuchadnezzar was judged for his pride, and he was forced to live like an animal for seven years so that he would be humble. The Bible says about Belshazzar, even though he saw the example of his grandfather, he still did not humble himself, and so God brought judgment. The Bible says about Herod in the book of Acts, that Herod, he lifted up himself and the men began to applaud and said, this man speaketh like a, a God. And Herod did not give God the glory. And the Bible says that Herod was literally eaten up of worms. God judged him because of his pride. You know, pride is so subtle. Pride often creeps in very gradual and often undetected. That is why we must walk with God every day. That is why every day we must crucify the flesh. That's why Paul said, he said, if anybody has reason to boast, I've got more. But he said, but I must die daily. I must crucify my flesh every day. The Bible says in the book of James, God resisteth the proud, but he giveth grace to the humble. 
The Bible says also, if we will humble ourselves, God will lift us up. I know this may sound a little bit harsh, or maybe this maybe sounds a little, uh, a little uh, blunt, but can I tell you, God hates pride. And if we're going to live on the winning side, it's not going to be with pride, but it's going to be with humility, walking humbly before our God. I hope you'll have a great day. We'll continue uh, these next few days on this list of things that God hates. And I hope we'll uh, uh, learn from this list and I hope we'll do not the things that God hates, but I hope we'll do the things that God loves. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.